Welcome to our Parenting with Purpose podcast, hosted by Laura Seibert. We are a group of moms from the Antioch movement that are passionate about our calling from God to raise kids who love Jesus and equip them to fulfill all God has called them to be. We know that parenting is the hardest job on the planet, and our desire is to cast vision and equip our listeners on raising kids in today's culture through both our victories and failures. We desire that our time together will encourage, inspire, and bring you hope. Now here is this week's podcast. Well, hello everybody. Hey, hey. Hi, it's me and Connie again. Um, we are excited just about life today. Yeah, thankful. I am. I have the hope of cooler weather. Amen. I'm believing for it. It's oh. been really hot here in Texas and it's not cooling off and so over I'm and over again. Yeah. For the promise of cooler weather. Absolutely. The weather app isn't showing it yet, but <laughs> walk by faith, not by sight. Right? I know. I was starting <laughs> saying, hello, world out there. Do you know that fall is coming? I that know. means you need to respond, weather, to the I fall. Know. <laughs> Our garden center is getting pumpkins soon, and so surely if the pumpkins are coming, then oh, gosh. the cold weather, Let it be. cooler Let it be. weather. Let it be. I mean, right now I take 95 degrees. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that feels like a cold front. It's crazy. Hopefully, wherever you are listening to this, I hope that you're experiencing some cooler weather. I actually saw a friend. She's up in oh. Utah, and she's wearing a sweater. I'm like, oh, what? goodness. I know. Oh. Sweater sounds lovely. Long I just days. wear them in, in um, cold stores. I know. I see places. So. Exactly. Okay, well, today we are going to talk about entitlement. Mm-hmm. All right, we're just going to jump into the topic just a little bit. And I thought first I would, I looked it up. What is the exact I know what the feeling of entitlement uh-huh. is. I know what I see when I see entitlement. Uh-huh. But I thought, what is the definition? So this is what it is. It says, the definition is the belief that someone is deserving of special treatment or privileges. Okay. Okay. Which, when I read that, I was like, wow. You know, we say, I want to be like Jesus. Which uh-huh. is the complete opposite. Uh-huh. I think in Philippians 2, where he says, he came not to be served, but to serve. Mm. He gave his life. Um, He gave up everything Mm -hmm. so that we could live. I thought, wow, entitlement under this definition, special treatment or privileges, is really the complete complete opposite opposite. of what it would be to be be a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, big deal. Yeah. It's definitely in our culture, Uh in our world, probably even increasing. Mm-hmm. I, I was with a group of ladies the other day and talking about why is there so much? I think more so in the Western world because we mm-hmm. have more comforts than ever. Uh-huh. We yeah. really do. Even yeah. though we're feeling some pain with the recession going on, uh-huh. oh. we have so many comforts, yeah. you know, and then when you take those away, it, they, they, they feel like they're rights, but uh-huh. they're really blessings. Yeah. And so I think in our world today as it's more than ever has access to anything mm-hmm. quickly uh-huh. and and resources mm-hmm. I'm I concerned about um, not just myself mm-hmm. but, but just all of us today yeah. all these humans on this planet particularly mm-hmm. in um, first world culture so yeah. I, I, I re- listed out some things that are signs of entitlement so okay. listen to these rules don't apply to them Okay. I'm the exception, Ouch. right? They're self-absorbed. Life's about me. Mm-hmm. Everything's about me. What mm-hmm. I need, what I don't have, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's all about you. Feeling you deserve better or deserve special treatment. Mm-hmm. 
considering your needs before others, mm-hmm. not being considerate of those around you, but, you know, like grabbing your plate and going in line first mm-hmm. versus like, wait a minute, you know, yeah. I'm laughing because that happens all the time. Yeah. Um, how about not teachable? Oh. I know better than you. Oh. So those are some, um, those are some, I don't know if you can think of some more, but yeah. those are some that those jumped in great. my mind. Yeah. Of when I see, oh gosh, we have entitlement going on mm-hmm. here. You know, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on entitlement? Oh gosh, I feel like yes, we're all entitled, especially mm-hmm. just living. We are an affluent society yeah. in the United States. I would mm-hmm. even say European countries, mm-hmm. um, and we have access to things. We are make things happen kind of people, mm-hmm. and so if we want something. It's one of the beauties of being the American culture. We are, we do make yeah. things happen. Like that is a, a gift of, I believe, from God totally on agree. our people, on mm-hmm. Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking to Americans right now, <laughs> mostly. Right. You know, I think every culture shows an aspect of God's abilities. Yes. Every culture in the world, because we mm-hmm. all reflect right. who he is. And one of the great things about being, I think, an American is we are starters. We right. do... We, we pioneered, we're mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. those kind of things. But with that can come the, I can figure it out, I deserve to have it figured out. If I can't figure it out, somebody should figure it out for me mm-hmm. and make a way for me mm-hmm. um, because I shouldn't have to have hard things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think even as our, as we mom, we don't want our kids to have hard things. And mm-hmm. so we fight battles for them or we try to prevent pain Ooh, yes. for them. Mm. And which is, I mean, every mom, I don't want my kids to hurt. No, I don't want either. them to struggle. No mama does. Mm-mm. Mama bear came for a reason, that phrase, <laughs> because it's just something about yeah. the mom heart of protecting yeah. our kids. But I think sometimes we take that to the extreme. And so then... Because our kids don't have to struggle, they just think everything should be given to me. Right. Or I should yeah. um, be able to get around right. that problem right. um, and get to what I want. Exactly. Because um, we, as moms, get around problems for our kids we to do, give them what we? they want. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, a, a lot of the entitlement issues that I think we're seeing today... Um, are a lot of the result of us as parents doing things for them, doing things for our kids to prevent struggle and pain in their lives. I repent, Lord. (laughs) Me too. There is no finger pointing at anybody because I've got all these ones pointing back at me. I think every mom Mm -hmm. in this day and age absolutely would be guilty of that. Yeah, Um, totally. I think one thing our culture has done against us is the instantaneous everything, Uh you know, and I, um, yeah, and I think one thing when I look back to seeing this in my own life Mm -hmm. and also seeing it in my kids, Mm -hmm. thinking, okay, how am I going to create an environment where they don't feel this? Mm -hmm. They don't feel they have a right to this, Mm -hmm. right? And we can... Talk about Jesus and read Philippians uh-huh. 2 all day long, right. which is wonderful, mm-hmm. but yet there's, they live in a world that's hard, mm-hmm. you know, and it's coming at them. And I think one thing I, if you sense, like I, I list a few things out there, and if you sense those or see those in your home 
and or mm-hmm. want to prevent those. Mm-hmm. One thing that we did was it's okay to to have your kids wait for something. Uh-huh. I think waiting uh-huh. is really hard for us now. It the is patience so hard. and the waiting. Uh-huh. That waiting process of um, anything, well, uh-huh. anything, whether yeah. it would be waiting for a circumstance to turn your way, uh-huh. whether it's waiting for a provision, mm-hmm. whether it's waiting for a friendship, mm-hmm. just all those things mm-hmm. that we want now, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, you're right, we too many times as moms step in really quickly so uh-huh. they don't feel pain. Uh-huh. All my friends are doing this, and you're like, maybe you don't feel great about it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hmm, but all my friends. And uh-huh. so you give in and do it and just provide the opportunity for them not to hurt. Uh-huh. You know, I think waiting on things is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to, like, I remember for us, I'll just share personal. Yeah. I remember my kids um, wanting to get their ears pierced, my girls, uh-huh. you know. And I'm, I'm nothing against it at all. But I thought, gosh, you know what? They come home and six years old and there's nothing wrong if you do it. It's great. But for yeah. us, I was like, hey, there's got to be, what's something I can make my kids wait for? Not just uh-huh. creating a desire, like some things you uh-huh. have to wait for, a uh-huh. rite of passage. How's uh-huh. that sound? Yeah. And I just, I mean, we just decide, okay, when you're 13, you can get uh-huh. your ears pierced. So it was something, all those, the six, the seven, and the eight, nothing wrong. I'm like, great, I'm glad everybody else is doing that. Uh-huh. But there's something about we're just going to wait. Uh-huh. We're going to wait and look forward to something uh-huh. versus saying, I deserve it and want it now. Does that uh-huh. make sense? Yeah. It's, a, it's silly, but I just creating a waiting uh-huh. is something that shows you just can't have everything right now. Some uh-huh. things we have to wait yeah. for. Yeah, I love that. That was an example that came yeah. to my mind. That's so good. I love teaching our kids to wait and the saving up and the hard work yeah. that sometimes goes with waiting. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, I know you really want that. Let's... I want you to purchase that on your own, Mm -hmm. you know, or do this on your own. And so let's create a plan to create, to get what you want right? versus just going out and getting it for them. Like, okay, what's your plan? How are you going to save? That's good. Um, What work are you going to do? Teaching them that um, even that all hard work leads to profit. That's good. You know, and the hand of the diligent will prosper. And so how are we going to be diligent in this? How are we going to work hard to get this? What's your goal? Yeah. How are you? So that they, and then that, that self, that feels so good when you worked hard for something. Right. And then there's tends to take care of it better. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I know you want a new bike. You know, the bike you have is great, but you want this new one? Great. How can I come alongside you to get what you want? Right. Versus how can I give you what you want? Right. I think that's where we can look for opportunities Mm -hmm. in that waiting to come alongside our kids to help them get what they want versus just giving them totally. what they want. Whether well, yeah. Because like if they work for that, then that bike isn't just I doubt they're just gonna throw it on the side of the road uh-huh. when they're done. It's like this yeah. is my bike and then uh-huh. somebody comes along and doesn't use it well because they put money into it. Like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. And like that's that's it. Yeah. That's what we're trying to create this like ownership and yeah. this responsibility and this um yeah, just caring for things. That's what I'm yeah. hearing you say. Because they worked hard and uh-huh. they know what they put into it. Yeah. Instead of going I, I worked hard for that. So yeah. it creates a and sense of responsibility. And, and self-confidence that I can, I can get, I can do this. Yeah. And I mean, of course you pull it in like, does, what's God say about this? What's God's plan? Mm-hmm. So that it's not just, I did this on my own, but I, I set a goal. I talked with Jesus about it and I accomplished it. Mm-hmm. Like I can do all things through Christ who mm-hmm. gives me strength. Mm-hmm. I can wait 
I can work hard. I can prefer somebody else above myself. That one, I like that you one. Know, Talk about that. I um, really like that one. Well, yeah, I think that's, you know, preferring others. I love the verse, greater love has no man than this, mm-hmm. and he laid on his life for his friends. Mm-hmm. And so even in their friendships and their relationships, like, I really want this, but how can I look at somebody else? Right. Like, okay. You're at life group or you're at your small group and it's dessert time. Right. Instead of going for the piece that you want. Yeah. Defer. Go last. Defer. I'm going to get mm-hmm. my dessert last. And even telling our kids, okay, tonight we're going to get dessert like last. Yes. Because we're going to, we're going to prefer mm-hmm. our life group yeah. friends, our small group friends, or at dinner, mm-hmm. you know, you're working on one kid. I'm like, okay, at dinner, not in front of all the other kids. Like you're getting your piece last, but Hey, A whisper on the side, you know, like, mm-hmm. Consider, you know, your big brother. Mm-hmm. You know, let's totally. let him go first. Usually yeah. we make him go last because he'd take all the food. <laughs> you know, but tonight we're going to let him go first. Yeah, I think it's learning to, you know. like you said, defer or to prefer others. Yeah. And looking into teaching them at a young age, hey, tonight we're going to put ourselves second or third or fourth uh-huh. and let somebody else go first. Yeah. Just training those words, yeah. training those thoughts, teaching kindness ourselves, uh-huh. modeling it too. Uh-huh. Like, hey, mommy's going to go last today. Actually, I'm going to let all the the older people go, and we're going to go at the end and just show honor in that way. Mm-hmm. So just teaching, slow down, be self-aware in your, in your circumstance, uh-huh. and looking to put others first. It doesn't yeah. have to be you in the center yeah, it, all the time. Yeah, and it's, it's teaching our kids to see other people. Yeah. You know, and mm. if you start that when they're little, yeah. then when they get back to the teenage years, mm-hmm. when... They really are the center of their world again. Right. Yeah. Um, so and true. that's developmental. Like, yeah. that's been the problem, I think, of teenagers, maybe, for a long time. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if you've already laid that foundation of, okay, we're going to look to others. Yeah. You know, like I had one friend, she, um, they, one of their chores in their family thing was they had the servant. Like, oh, and I that like person's that. job that week was to serve Aww. the others in their That's family. That was their chore. Wow. That week. That's and so the goal great. was to teach them to see yeah. the others. You know. That's really good. Another thing, like when we heard this and we did it a couple times when our kids were little, we would just drive around and say, What needs to be done? Mm. So we would drive around our city and yeah. like, what needs to be done? How can we serve? Like yeah. whether that's picking up trash or in our neighborhood, we're like, oh wow, their yard needs to be mowed. We're going to go see if we can, we're going to roll their mm-hmm. trash cans in. Right. You know, like those kind of things, teaching them to start looking beyond themselves. Absolutely. Because that's what entitlement really is. It's only looking inward right. at me, my, and mine. Right. And what am I going to get in this situation? You know, but teaching our kids to start looking outside of themselves. And that takes training. Intentional. Intentionality. Mm -hmm. Um, And so starting when you're little, like, okay, we're going to go to grandma's house and we're going to see how we can serve grandma's. Usually when we go to grandma's house, moms and dads are like, great, I'm with grandma. I'm off. They're going to take care of the kids. You know, but going with, like, how can I serve grandma? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what can I do to be a blessing? One thing we did also is, and I encourage you, is to get around um, less fortunate people. Uh Uh, Mission trips were huge for us. I think that's one of the things I noticed that carried my kids through Mm -hmm. a lot of it. Like, we went to Haiti Mm -hmm. when it was really hard, and we've been to Sri Lanka, and Mm -hmm. we've been to some really hard places. And you don't even have to go across the 
world to do this. No. But taking your kids into harder places Not and showing of reality mm-hmm. of some people's lives, mm-hmm. saying, you know, I, I used to tell our kids, um, you know, even when it came to like gifting, like I know that different things like how much you maybe you have look at the home we live in or uh-huh. you really are you have the ability to read some people uh-huh. don't get the option uh-huh. to have education yeah. or just all even their giftings and taking them into people that are areas that don't uh-huh. have as much uh-huh. you know one scripture i always share with my kid my kids and said he who has been given much much is required oh that's good and so when you are so blessed uh-huh. do you know why god gave this to you it's not so you can consume more uh-huh. but so you can give it away oh that's so, so if good. you have the opportunity to go to college it's not so you can make money and live in a huge home it's really god is giving you the gift to get a skill to serve other people uh-huh. because we're here about serving we are it really is uh-huh. it is about yes. serving others and um but, because we want to be like Jesus in that Philippians 2. So, exposing your children. Don't be scared of those hard places. Uh-huh. I like what you said. Yeah. Don't be fearful. But really exposing them to that uh-huh. in a safe environment. In the right way. In the right way. By your side. So, you can actually yeah. process with them as uh-huh. they go. Hey, did yes. you see that? Uh-huh. Did you see this? Let's talk about that. And uh-huh. I thought our kids came back from these experiences. Like, we are so blessed. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a bed to lay in uh-huh. and it's soft yeah. and I can turn my air conditioner up or down. Uh-huh. If you know. I get lice, yes. my parents will help me right. get rid of it. There's some kids like, oh. you know, my yeah. kids go on a mission trip here in America and the first few days are just been delousing <laughs> the yeah. kids yeah. and that's in Texas. Yeah. And so there are opportunities mm-hmm. right here right. to show, to see beyond ourselves. Right. Um, it doesn't, have to be going to inner city no in some major city in a third world country right you know it's right here it is in america Uh but it marks our kids it teaches them to be thankful for what they have right and to see beyond themselves gratitude so good gratitude the opportunity of entitlement is gratitude yes that's so teaching your kids teaching us Uh uh-huh to be thankful yeah you know all of us just having a, a a heart of gratitude for God's provision and what you have um, and really focusing on that yeah, that's really good. gets rid of that entitlement feeling. Mm-hmm. It's very real. Yeah. The culture's not helping us. No. <laughs> so we, you have to say, okay, it's out there. Culture's not helping us. Um, so my encouragement is just start ask, as maybe this is even a topic you're like, I really haven't thought about it or explored it Maybe take a, a season of observation. Uh-huh. I'm going to observe this week myself, uh-huh. first and foremost. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to observe my family um, and look at my kids and just say, okay, hey, where is this? How is this creeping in in attitudes? How is this creeping in in words? How is this uh-huh. creeping in actions? And just start asking, Lord, how can we as a family become people of gratitude and thankfulness and, yeah, serving? Mm-hmm. Serving so others good, and not Laura. putting us it. in the middle. I love it because culture's fighting us. Oh yes, and but God, I know, but God, yeah, and I love it's it. always a process of learning because it creeps back in. It's not mm-hmm. a one and done thing either. No, it's a constant, just reevaluating. I think a, a thankful heart, gratitude, and realizing that the resources we have, particularly you know here in the states, um, just are amazing Mm -hmm. and we are blessed we are so blessed we are blessed but it's amazing how you can feel unblessed when your 
comparing yourself uh-huh. to somebody else. So yeah. we need to be thankful. Yeah, so. I love it. I love that. Yeah. Take a week of observation of your own self first. Uh-huh. Stepping probably... on my toes, Laura. <laughs> well, me too. Oh, <laughs> me too. Don't, don't, don't you be thinking that I'm not talking to myself here. So, yeah, that's my encouragement. Let's observe. Let's all just observe this week yeah. and see where is that and asking, you know, and this is a great opportunity too to pull people in, mm-hmm. you know, if you, yeah. like, I'm kind of stuck. So pull people in to um, the journey with you. So Yeah, and I just had the word reset came to mind. Mm-hmm. Like if in the middle of it you're yeah. like, oh, my goodness, I'm entitled, my kids are entitled, mm-hmm. we are an entitled bunch. Yeah. That now's the time for reset. Mm-hmm. I love that word that you always use. Yeah. Like it's never too late. Right. Like in rep- we can repent for where we need to repent. We can ask God to change us where we need to change. We can memorize scripture. We yeah. have the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to empower us. And so if in this week of observation we see, oh, man. Right. Um, don't be discouraged no. by that. But mm-hmm. even let that be like, thank you, God, that you opened my eyes. It's this kindness yes. that leads us to repentance. And, and so, so yeah. don't forget the power of that reset word. That's like, so good. It's such a good, it's our hope. Yeah. Nothing is lost. No. Um, with Jesus. Yeah. We can always start mm-hmm. fresh. His mercies are new every morning. Yeah. Great is his faithfulness. Totally. Yeah, and I think though, I, I think I want to say, I just submit this to you guys too. I would say in the reset, Connie, as you were speaking, the deeper you find, if you do this observation week and you find you're really in a deep dive, mm-hmm. like, whoa, we're in a really mm-hmm. hole. It might take some more radical steps. It, yeah, it probably will. Does that make sense? Like, Absolutely. if it's like, oh, it's creeping in. All right, we can do. We can start talking about it. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're, if you have a kid that's, you're like, whoa, uh-huh. we are stuck in this. Uh-huh. I. It might be a radical. Like, uh-huh. hey, honey, could we go on a mission trip this summer mm-hmm. and pull everybody out of this world and mm-hmm. put them into mm-hmm. a harder space? Absolutely. Because it might take a radical. Uh-huh. Get out of the culture. Get into some other people's real lives mm-hmm. and use that time as an educational mm-hmm. we're learning you know and yeah. asking praying into it and asking god because there's some situations that we have to be more radical than others yeah so. i agree and i would say pull in with community yeah. don't fight this one's yeah. a big one in our yeah. culture yeah and um find if you feel like you've got to take those radical steps find a community yes. that you can take that'll take those same steps with you totally because it will be much easier especially if your kids are older absolutely it will be much easier if they've got peers yeah. that are doing it absolutely with them. um having the same conversations experiences you know yeah. and mm-hmm. link arms with families others that are do, so true. willing to do it with you so true so. yeah my um last thing i'll say is I'm, when you're saying that i'm thinking about when um cell phones were coming out when my kids with the iphone mm-hmm. when my kids were um younger so teenage years it came out and so my older kids didn't really have to deal with it till they were like 16 or 17 because that's mm-hmm. when it came out but my younger son grew up with um, mm-hmm. those coming, people getting them pretty young. Yeah. And I remember a friend, I took a buddy system and I said, okay, we felt like we weren't supposed to do that we, till they were ready, mm-hmm. really ready to manage mm-hmm. this with our care mm-hmm. and, our, and our restrictions. And so I found another buddy mm-hmm. who 
agreed, they felt the same way. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, okay, let's agree together. We'll explain it to our boys why we're not mm-hmm. doing this, but you're not alone because yeah. we have the same values and this uh-huh. is the why. Uh-huh. And so now I, I would tell her, I said, now if you're going to change your mind on me, can you call me so we can do this together uh-huh. or at least explain, but that buddy system. So when they were yeah. in the same school and they didn't have that same device, which it felt like everybody and uh-huh. their dog had, which I'm sure everybody didn't have at that point yet. Yeah. But it but felt today, like it. it's going to really probably, feel like. Oh, really? Today yeah. would be really. I remember, I, I would say, everybody, what about so-and-so? You know, and just saying, hey, we're just going to take, the, we have a system. And that brought peace. Like, yeah, uh-huh. I got a buddy. We're doing this together. And we're going to trust our parents yeah, in this. teenagers need yeah. a friend. They teenagers need friends. were made to run in a pack. So good. Yeah. So. Well, Lord, we thank you that, um, yeah, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for the power um, and the grace that you give to us to be able to, and the wisdom to Mm -hmm. um, train our kids in your ways, God. And that's what we want. We want Mm -hmm. to be people full of gratitude and thankfulness, having hope in the waiting and um, looking to others' interests and not our own. We We do want to be like you, Jesus, and we want to help our kids um, not just be trained, but enjoy that and see the delight in it. So I, we do pray over this whole um, word entitlement and how it creeps itself into our worlds and how it manifests itself. And I pray, God, just for wisdom for every parent that's listening, that you would open their eyes to see any place where that could be in their home and give them wisdom and insight in how to address the issues and to bring self-awareness and we just thank you for every i was praying this morning out of psalms uh, i think it was 144 where it talks about how all our sons and daughters will just be pillars mm-hmm. of righteousness in the house of god and yes. so i'm believing for that mm-hmm. for every listener for my own and for connie's and for every listener um, out there we thank you for your leadership and your love for us and thank you like we said your mercies are new every morning and your faithfulness is great amen 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 amen. okay well again if you'd like to um just ask us any questions please email us at parentingwithpurposepodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we'll talk to you next week yeah have a great day all right bye